there is a, an inscription in Latin, which is Olum Briculum, Nunc Salus, which translates roughly to once perilous, now safe. Yeah, g'day, my name's Andy Robinson. I work at the Cape Bowen Lighthouse as a ranger with National Parks and Wildlife. And part of what I do is to promote the heritage of the lighthouse and promote visitors coming in and finding out a bit about that heritage. Prior to the lighthouse being built, you had a number of shipwrecks around here. You're the most easterly point of mainland Australia, so ships would have come in close. Tallow Beach, that was named after a, a shipwreck. The volunteer went down with a, a load of tallow fat. Those barrels of tallow fat all washed up onto Tallow Beach and that's where it gets its name from. Also, importantly, it was a shipping town. So there was an operational jetty for I mean, shipping cargo out. First it was timber and then you had a direct link to your butter factory. So industry used shipping predominantly as a means of transport. And with the high volume of shipping coming in and out of the bay, they were calling for a lighthouse from really the 1880s. They eventually got their lighthouse in 1901. They probably thought it was a bit late, but um, they got it. We've just come in through the entry, and we're in the foyer here at the bottom. To my right, you've got the desk, which was originally designed. You can sort of see the natural curve into the wall there. That's a desk that um, keepers would have had here from the beginning. They would have had visitors' books on it. They probably would have had a donations bucket as well. From very early days, people have accessed lighthouses and joined keepers to find out a little bit about them. So we've hit the second level. This level here has the Julian Rock sector light. So it's a, a red warning signal and it alerts ships to Julian Rocks out there on the water. So whilst you can see red, you're in a certain area that contains Julian Rocks. When you get outside of that area, you'll look up, you will not be able to see red. You can't possibly hit the rocks. The original red sector light is downstairs in the Maritime Museum. It's probably one of the centrepieces in the museum there. It was hit by lightning in the 1920s, as the, the, the sort of records have it. The keeper on duty was actually knocked out and it wasn't until the relieving keeper came on that he was taken out of here. And you'll see some of the prisms are actually smashed. They say some of the kerosene rags that would have been up here for cleaning the lens sort of caught on fire. And so it was damaged. So at some point after electricity was put in, they replaced the whole light as opposed to the next level where we go up, and the lens is the original French lens. This is the lens room. What you're looking at turning around up there is a, a priceless piece of machinery. It's what they call a Fresnel lens. It was a French design. When it hit Australian shores and installed in 1901, this was the brightest light in the Southern Hemisphere. So a very good lens. It's what they call a first-order lens, which is determined by the actual size of it. To give you an idea of what that cost them back in 1901, that lens when they shipped it out from France. The whole project cost to build the lighthouse, the cottages, the roads, the outbuildings, everything associated with the lighthouse precinct was just shy of £20,000. And of that cost, the lens itself was worth over £8,500. So it's a, it's a big ticket item.
The noise you can hear is the sound of a, a motor turning a lens that weighs in the order of eight tonnes. It's over two metres in height, so it's a huge weight. And just stop and have a little listen to that sound. It's very quiet. The motor that turns, it's probably about the size of a, a motor out of a, a washing machine, very small motor. It turns it so quietly because the lens itself is floated in a, a bath of mercury. A great product by the fact that it's um, a little bit toxic, the old mercury, so the old OH&S wasn't as stringent back in 1901 as it is now. What role does the lighthouse now, apart from obviously stopping ships from running into the rocks, what role does it play, do you think, in the community? Yeah, I mean, it's a bit corny, this, but it is a bit of a beacon in the community, the lighthouse, and it has been for 110 years. Set up here, very prominent, and I think everyone has some form of association with it. I think if there ever came a day that there was no functional need for the lighthouse, they'd probably continue to run it for its, I mean, heritage and its um, aesthetics. And when you do stand up the top of this lighthouse, you really see it for what it is. It's a headland that juts out, and there is about 300 degrees of water coverage, so it's a beautiful spot to sort of take a peek, take a snapshot of the area.